Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be talking about season four, episode 22, The Graduate. HBO Max episode summary says graduation for the class of 2001 brings friends and family back together as it prepares to drive them apart. This episode first aired at some point. And isn't that exciting? Some point in 2001, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this episode first aired May 16th, 2001. It was written by Alan Cross and directed by Harry Weiner. Two names I didn't really recognize. Correct. Same here. When you hear the word Alan Cross, who do you think of? Alan Thicke. Hmm. That's a good one. What about you? Tobias from Arrested Development. I don't know why. Okay. I have no idea why. Can I tell you a weird story about Alan Thicke? This isn't a story at all. But once he had to call me, and I did not answer the phone because I didn't recognize the number, obviously. Yeah. And so I got the voicemail, and it was in, like, such a classic Alan Thick voice, and it was Kim. This is Alan Thick. Then he just had, he had questions for me, and I, every single time I see him or like see him on something, that's what I think of that voicemail going. Funny, Kim. This is Alan Thick, and this is the rest of your life. Oh, nice. R.I.P. Him. May he rest. Cold open. We are at graduation rehearsal. I don't recall doing a rehearsal for graduation, but I guess you had to because, like, you can't trust a bunch of 17-year-olds to do anything right. We, I thought the same thing, but then I remembered that we had graduation rehearsal, which is yeah. crazy because we had a class of 600. Holy cow. But we all had to just, like, practice how we were going to walk. Yeah, lining up we in the right take. spot. Yeah. 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 Uh, how big was your graduating class? About 300. Oh, wow. That's My still dad- pretty big. Yeah, my town is very large, so there was a lot of high schools. Yeah, because it's all of New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what's the snack of the day there, Zaz? Well, today... Benz, <laughs> it's lunchtime. Yes, that's true. And I also had a snack, but I had the benefit of not recording and also a quiet snack. There is no quiet snack to me. There is only have- snacks. I have a really great snack. I just kind of threw it together at the last second. Um, Borson garlic and herbs cheese. Mm. Some uh, pepperoni and dried salami. Because, you know, I love salami. And the kicker, Ritz crackers. Oh. Crunch, 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 crunch. It actually does sound like an excellent, or look like an excellent snack. Oh, my God. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're at graduation rehearsal. This is also where we find out that the winner of Kate Side's pinnacle of board is... Wow, that is just such a spot-on drum roll. <laughs> Thank you. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Drum roll, drum roll. Josephine! Paula! Harry Paula. Um, how convenient for the story. Crazy. Yeah, wow. Well. Also, for some reason, they're like, hey, we're at rehearsal. Joey, Joe, Josephine. Why don't you give the speech now? Say your speech verbatim. Do it now. I dare you. I dare you. She's like, hey, it's not ready yet. So thank you. And she gets a round of applause. Well, who wouldn't give her a round of applause? She's adorable. Pacey, probably. Pacey, you wished. <laughs> um, 
Also, security will be tighter than Ricky Martin's pants. That's a direct quote. Um, <laughs> so no one pull a prank. And this guy, like, pauses for laughter, too. He's like, okay. This guy's also very strange. We'll get to that later in the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, rehearsal continues, and Pacey runs in late with Mitch intercepting him to tell him that basically um, his finals are going to make the difference between him graduating and not, and he can't even stay at rehearsal because the principal says he has to spend all of his time studying. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, everyone's watching. Sucks. It does suck. It's, But it only, like, fuels his pity party fire. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah. Oh, well, I'm so stupid. I can't even come to rehearsal then. Everyone's watching me. Fine. Bye. That's like, okay, dude. It is, this is a very classic Pacey episode. Mm-hmm. Old school Pacey episode. So he leaves. Uh, everyone watches it happen. His friends, his exes, his Drews, they all see it. Everyone sees it. Everyone sees it. And then um, act one. He goes to walk home and Pacey runs into Deputy Doug. I ha- I don't want to forget that I have a, um, if someone had let me make a pass, just take one pass at this episode, I have something I would have added to it. What would you have added? Well, I want to get to it a little bit later. I just oh, don't want to forget okay. to say that. Um, so Pacey walks home. He runs into Deputy Doug, who homophobic comments aside, um, he really does feel bad about Pacey basically failing out of school. But at the end of the scene, he's like, have you accepted my heterosexuality? <laughs> like, this guy is so stuck on his own sexual orientation. He's like, I'm straight, though, right? You think I'm straight, right? Because otherwise, how? Am, am I? So Doug also tries to help him study. Pacey's like, no. I, I don't want your help. I also don't understand why this school is making me fucking work to graduate. Just let me graduate and leave. Like, how dare they make me study? How dare they? How very dare they? So we've got Doug. Doug tries to help him study. No. Pacey says no. Then we go over to the school where Joey and Dawson are talking. And um, their speech, like, Joey and Dawson are talking about Joey's speech. And that turns into a conversation about Pacey. And Dawson says that he, like Doug, also tried to help Pacey study. And Pacey also turned him down. Now we've got Pacey just, like, classic Pacey. He... Does not want, he needs help. So da, so nobody's, everyone wants to help Pacey because, you know, they all love this guy. Pacey can't get out of his goddamn way. So everyone wants to help Pacey except for Pacey. <laughs> and then um, Joey asks for advice about what to do. Ask Dawson for advice since it's obvious What do I do Pacey. about this fucking guy? Yeah, that's what she's basically saying. <laughs> yeah, she's like, listen, we broke up, but we're not like, you know, we're in limbo. Yeah, he's like, uh, listen, I tapped out of this quite some time ago. I was heavily involved. Um, I didn't like that for me. Respectfully, I passed the reins over to you. <laughs> and now uh, it's your fucking problem. <laughs> Sucks to suck, am I right? I'm going to USD. <laughs> if I wanted to deal with this shit, I would have applied to Harvard. Going to USC. Heard of it? Stevie Spiels went there. Heard of him? John Lennon. Heard of him? I'm a Lennon guy now. Anyway, Dawson says that it can't hurt to let Pacey know that she still cares. And bonus, talking to him might help her with her speech. All right. I mean, I doubt it. Imagine if she went up there and she was like, I was having a conversation with my ex-boyfriend who broke up with me very publicly and embarrassingly, who may not graduate high school. I just got inspired to write this speech about entering the next step. Pacey, it's about Pacey. Shut up. Shut up. It's about Pacey. That's everyone. Oh. 
dramatic. Mm. They're still talking about it at school, for sure. The valedictorian in my high school name-dropped me during her speech. Oh, shit. What'd she say? Well, I played softball with her. She was on the softball team. Mm-hmm. And she, ta- she mentioned that I used to lead the team in the chant from hardball. We're going to the ship. Remember? And Yeah. What did she say? What was the point of name-dropping you besides making me jealous? She just, I don't really remember. They only, I only heard my name and then I blacked out because that was the only thing that was important to me. <laughs> Obviously. Sure. So. Um, the valedictorian of my high school, her name was also Kim. We also played water polo together. She was going to Harvard. Mm. We were both goalies also in water polo. Um, and because we had the same name and played the same position in water polo, sometimes people would come up to me and say, hey, congratulations on Harvard. I would just, after a while, was just like, because I had no fucking plans, no idea what I was going to do after school, like after our high school. So I just would say thanks. I would have done the same thing. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I'm actually not really sure what I'm doing with my life. So I'm probably going to go to community. I'm actually not even sure if I'm going to graduate. But if I can pull this out, then I'm probably going to go to community college. Kind of like how I did a whole interview earlier today when the girl kept calling me Kim. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yep. Me. me. So then uh, we're with Toby and Jack washing Toby's or Jack's car. Yeah, they're like, it's a very classic, like, let's wash a car together scene where they're like going to spray each other and get all, you know. Did you enjoy this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wink. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's the scene. So um, They're also going to, they're having the conversation, the relationship conversation. Jack is willing to admit that they're dating, um, but he hasn't been able to use the word boyfriend yet. Yeah. Toby's all like, what are we? Jack's like, washing a car. <laughs> We're pals. <laughs> We're bros. <laughs> we kiss a little bit sometimes. Who among us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, and then um, they also are, so they're having this conversation and Toby is like, hey, um, I'm meeting someone tonight. Someone that's important to Jack. Did you know who it was going to be? Yeah. Yeah. For a second, I thought it was Graham's. Oh. Yeah, that could have trapped too. Before I remembered. I just always assumed that Andy would come back in some way. Yeah. I, re- I When she left, I was like, oh, yeah, she's coming back for graduation. And then um, at this scene, I was like, Graham's, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. So, uh, and then they have their little water fight. So cute. So cute. Uh, at Graham's house, Drew takes a page out of the old Joey textbook. It's a night. Climbing up the ladder. Who knew that um, Jen also had a window of love? Window of um, misguided love. Yeah. We don't want Drew to come through the window of love. No. No. And it, you know what sucks, too, is that... So she lets Drew in. She doesn't at first. She lets Drew in. Drew had a fight with his mom about his dad and... She kicked him out because he's she's a terrible parent and um, has a terrible child because of it. Um, and so now Drew needs a place to stay. It, the scene is fine. Drew is fine in it. And they have super cute chemistry together. But he, they, he has been so awful. I know. He's like, can I sleep over? And she's like, yeah, on the floor. And he's like, oh, man. It's a bummer because they have cute chemistry in the scene. I mean, he's on the path of redemption. Yeah, but he was 
so weirdly obsessed with like Joey, Joey's virginity with um, pills for Jen, getting Jen in trouble for no reason. We won't forget that, Drew. No, absolutely not. I'd sooner forget Pacey's fucking prom outburst. Yeah. And guess what? I won't forget that shit either. Yeah. Say that to me. Don't say it to Zaz and don't say it to Joey. (laughs) You're so good. Say it to me. I don't give a shit. Don't say it to me because I will kill you. Don't say it to me because I will fucking wish the ground would swallow me up. (laughs) I'll throw myself off the side of the boat. Why? I don't know. Don't do that. Lost my place on the outline. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was clear. Back to school. It is test time. So this is the final test. Um, This is the one that Pacey is the most nervous about. It is the one that he will not accept anybody helping him study for. It's the one that makes the difference between him graduating high school and not. So he sits down, teacher hands on all the tests, goes to take the test, his pencil breaks. And his teacher, he's like, hey, can I get a new new pencil? Or Pacey goes from like zero to a hundred so fast in the scene. This poor teacher, he's like kind of joking with him. I don't think he means it. No. He's a little defensive. Big time. He starts yelling at him. Yeah. And then the, the teacher is like, well, hey, Pacey, like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm really sorry. And it doesn't matter. Pacey's already like, he's winding himself up. He's getting more and more upset. Finally, he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. And he leaves. Yeah. He's like, I'm too stupid to be here anyway. And it's like, oh, my God, my guy. We've seen it from you before. Yeah. Just fucking playing the classics. Hits only, no deep tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, Captain self-sabotage. So he storms out. He hasn't taken the test, which is a bummer. Um, at House Witter, Joey is in her finest Canadian tuxedo. Because <laughs> um, she heard that he walked out of the test. Joey's like, hey, like, let's come up with some solutions here. Because we got to fix this. Can't just keep having outbursts because it's not a great look for you. No, you're going to fuck yourself right now, dude. So Joey's saying, like, we, you and I. And Pace is like, oh, uh, this is not a team sport. If I'm going to ruin my life, I'm doing it by myself. Pew, pew. Um, and yeah, he's like, listen, I still love you. I will for a long time. I cannot be your friend. It's a bizarre form of torture. I'm going to deal with this on my own. And by that, I mean, I'm not going to deal with it at all. Fair. Joey's like, all right, well. I'm going to leave then. Your vibe is weird. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing nothing you can do. Vibes are real weird here, so I'm going to go. Uh, big act one. Packed act. But that was only act one? Yeah. Wow. We're 22 minutes into this. Packed act. Packed act. Hashtag packed act. Act two. Joey is still working on her speech and coming up short. Uh, but Bess has something she thinks that'll help. That'll help. It's a big thing. A letter from the beyond. Bess just sits down and is like, hey... What's up? You writing your speech? Cool. So our late mother who died when you were like eight, she wrote a letter for when you graduate and like, uh, whatever, if you want to read it, here it is. She's so coy about it. She's like, I totally forgot to give this to you. It's a thing. It's all like fucking spilled on. <laughs> Joey's like, all right, well, I can't read this right this second because you seem fine with giving it to me. But like, I didn't expect to get a letter from my dead mom today. So. <laughs> I'm going to read it in a minute, probably. And then we're at the airport and we see who uh, Toby was nervous to meet. Andy, 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 Andy. Yeah, she looks great. Yes, Andy's thriving in Italy. Yeah. Um. Oh, Italy. I thought she was in Italy. Uh, Here in L.A. Either, 
There's one in New York, too. Oh, there is? I'm pretty sure there's one in Boston. There's one in Vegas. We're all over the country. We can safe to say. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Italy. There are many different locations. Fine years today. <laughs> but me and Kim only just realized that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that at all. Um, anyway, she looks great. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, and then this is when Jack finally uses the old B word and introduces Toby as his boyfriend. Boy, Toby's all like blushing and then Andy's like, oh, because she's such a supportive sis. She is. And she's just yeah. out there making out with Italian dudes. What are your thoughts on Italy? Italians, I guess. I don't care for them. Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't come for me, guys. I know you're a, uh, a volatile bunch. No, I am. I'm Italian. I've been to Italy. My family's from Italy. Uh, Italy. Fun fact. I've, I've found that um, people over the age of 60 call it Italy. Why? Um, I think that they just like don't have time for the A. <laughs> but I think like old, you know, boomers are calling it Italy. My dad, my grandmother-in-law. It's funny. It's funny to me. Yeah. Is, um, are your in-laws also Italian? Mm-hmm. Man, your kids are going to be Italian. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be bored doing a hand gesture I'm not allowed to do. <laughs> They're going to come out doing this. I did that at <laughs> dinner the other night, like very naturally. And I saw myself and I was like, oh, I do this unironically. Yeah, you do. I know. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even see your hands. I could tell by the way you were doing it. Was that your last bite? It looked like a good one. No, I have four crackers left. Nice. I Listen, I'm not rushing you through your sack. I'm just saying like, you know how sometimes you just have a bite that looks, that's like, your last bite's got to be an A-plus bite. Oh, yeah. Tip of advice to everyone listening. Always savor the last bite. Know when it's coming so that you can savor it. Yeah. Beautiful. That's a great life advice. Life hack. I, yeah. Follow me for more. At Graham's house, Drew has one Graham's over. She's going to let him stay another night. We don't love this for Grams, although it is, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Because Drew would know how to win over an, a nice old lady, a former bigoted old lady. Yeah. There's, especially the former bigoted, because I think there's like a little bit in there that Drew's like, hey, we feel the same way about some stuff though, right? Yeah. You know, Bess has still got that black boyfriend, am I right? It's a safe space, Grams. It's a safe space. You can talk to me about it. You get it. Grams. Grams. It's I know. Me. We, listen, let's just, we know, we know but Grams. It's me. So Drew can stay the night if he packs up the attic because the house is already sold, apparently. We're moving fast. Huh? Well, the market in Cape Side on riverfront property. Yeah. Cape Side property. Wow. Wow. It's like someone thought this out. Wowzers. Never be us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and then uh, Grams heads somewhere and Jen and Drew talk about this big senior party that's happening that night. Jen's like, I will give you a ride. But Drew wants to make a recreational detour on the way. That sounds sus. Mm -hmm. Am I right, Gen Z? <laughs> suspicious? Yeah, that's what we're calling suspicious. I had to genuinely explain to Brian yesterday that um, young kids, youths, youths, abbreviate season to SZN. You know, have you ever seen that? And he's yes. like, but there's no Z in season. And I'm like, valid point, honestly. But yeah. that's what they do. Why did he need this information? Because we were passing by a brewery and it had like a sign, a sandwich board outside that was like spooky season SZN. And he was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, it's how the kids say season. So Joey brings the letter over to Dawson. 
Why an eye roll? I guess it's fine. I think it's a great tool for getting away with hearing the letter Mm -hmm. without having to hear Joey read it. Mm. Or casting the mom for um, a voiceover. From a production and writing standpoint, it is it does make sense. Yeah. From an emotional standpoint, I don't want Joey to continue leaning on Dawson in such a heavy way. Because you feel bad for Dawson? Both. Both sides is not healthy. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, Dawson's going to read the letter. And it does. It's a very sweet letter. It is a sweet letter. Um, It's mom saying that um, she's proud of her, wants to be proud of her family, be proud of Bess. She's giving props to Bess. Yeah. She's giving props to baby Grams. She says that her mom says that she feels robbed and because she can only imagine what Joey will grow up to be like. It's very sweet. I wrote that I love that it's Dawson reading it. Oh, all right. You know, I agree. I also wrote that it's not too long. It's just right. It is just right. Just right. W-R-I-T. In my head, when I wrote that, it was funny. You were like, this is going to fucking kill. I wrote it in all caps. (laughs) It's going to kill with live audience. (laughs) Johnny's got to eat this shit up. (laughs) I got it. I got it. Just right. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Johnny, you're the only one that gets me sometimes. I get you. Thank God. (laughs) Uh, At three, at the senior party, Joey still has not written her speech, but she is in another Canadian tuxedo, so. Just rocking all the denim. Yeah. She's at the party with Dawson, and then the two of them link up with Jack and Toby and Andy. Andy's like, Italy is great. Have I told you about the Italian men? (laughs) That's why she looks so happy. Yeah. She's getting that sausage. The accent. <laughs> she's been getting that Italian sausage. That sounded French. Oh, wee <laughs> God damn it. And then, um, so they're all at the party. They're happy. They graduated. They're done with finals. It's the end of the year. Uh, and then we're over at House Witter where Pace is like, I'm not graduating. Fuck it. I don't care about anything. And the English teacher... He shows up. Yeah. Yeah, he shows up, and it's very sweet. He's like, you're the reason why I teach, because all the smart kids, they're not going to remember me. But you, you idiot, you're going to remember years from now that I gave you another chance, you friggin' idiot. <laughs> but make sure you say I was handsome. Now I'm wondering if it is the teacher from the chaperone. I don't think it is either, but they usually don't, like, recycle teachers. So I mean, they usually recycle teachers much more. But that guy was so much more mean because he was like, get on the bus. He really was. No, it's only this episode. Yeah, it's. I love when like a teacher like is a great teacher. Put some effort in. Sure. Uh, it's it's a good scene. It's a good scene. It is a good scene. And then back at school, uh, Jen and Drew are uh, sneaking around in the dark because Drew wants to change the sprinklers to come on during graduation. So they're all there changing the time. And then uh, they get stopped by the principal and a security guard <laughs> it's a pretty minor prank uh yeah and it's also like it has to be what 7 p.m yeah <laughs> like they're doing this in the middle of the night yeah um and then we're uh back before we can see the consequences of their actions um we're back at the party with andy talking to drew no andy talking to dawson about him and gretchen dawson's like I feel great. Stuff to get dumped. Got it out of my system in a weekend. 
I'm good. He's grown. He has grown. Speaking of growing, right as Andy's like, um, you know, Dawson's talking about how pay- his time with Gretchen is like a nice memory. Yes. You got it. And Andy's like, I, I wish. Yes. You got this. Do I? And uh, Andy's like, I wish I was that for someone else. I wish I was a happy memory for somebody else. And then we see Pacey. And it's like a, a very joyful reunion. It's really sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. Um, and then we're back at the principal's office. Or we're at the principal's house now. This, I know it was supposed to be comical. But this read so creepy to me. He's like, hey, kids, you wanted to play a prank on me and my school? Come back to my house. Hey, kids, do you like cello music? I haven't practiced. And then he plays terrible cello music for them. Like, yeah, it's just very sadistic and weird. I didn't find it that funny. Maybe in 2001 it would have been funny, but for some reason it played very like this could have been a scene in the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Yes, especially because Jen's like, are we your hostages? And he's like, no, you're my audience. And if the audience were to leave early, the performer would be very sad. Yeah, it's weird. It reminded me of that um, sound that's going viral on TikTok where it's like, relax, I just want to take a picture. You know? I don't know that sound. It's from the Dahmer Dahmer series. Oh, I didn't watch that. I have to watch it. So the TikTok of it. Anyway. Tell me the TikTok. The TikTok is just him going... Relax. I just want to take a couple pictures. And people are doing it about their dogs and how they're like making their <laughs> dogs stay in the same spot. Anyway, so that didn't track for you. But yeah, it's creepy. It makes complete sense that that is what your page is, though. Right. At this point, it's heavy on dog talk, swift talk. And yeah, that's about it right now. Dogs and Taylor Swift. That's a wrap. <laughs> I like that. I like that the um, For You page, like, just evolves with you. As you evolve, it evolves. As you grow, it grows with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a gross, it's a creepy situation. Doesn't feel safe. No, it does not. I don't love it. Mm. And this guy's, like, overly enthusiastic. He's like, I'm going to play the cello. Remember when I made a joke about Ricky Martin's pants in front of high school kids? Seems like you should have laughed. <laughs> Maybe if you had laughed. Back to the party. Um, Andy tells Pacey that she knows about him and Joey. Andy is in on all the goss. Basically what she's saying is, Jack is talking so much shit about you guys in electronic mail. (laughs) Jack is spilling all of your fucking tea. All the tea over electronic mail. (laughs) Um, You've got mail. More like you've got gossip. (laughs) Why did I laugh at that? Anyway, so she's like, hey, I know about you you and Joey, and he's like, I don't want to talk about that. I've been talking about it for episodes. I don't want to talk about this anymore. He wants to know about life for Andy, what it's like out there on her own. Um, she said she was lonely at first, and then she met people, and after she met people, it wasn't, she wasn't lonely anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's how uh, being lonely works. Classic. Lonely and not lonely. <laughs> um... um then Pacey tells her about the job offer from the last episode to go work on the boat. And I did appreciate this, which is that he did not care about this job offer in the last episode because he thought it was going to be something completely different. And then he really has been like, I don't care. I don't want to think about the future at all. 
through this episode because he didn't think he was going to graduate high school, even though he was self-sabotaging and he could have graduated if he just put in a little bit of effort. But now he's taken this test. He has passed this test. He seems really light and happy in this episode, like in this scene with Andy. Maybe he's reached the acceptance phase. Yeah, he um, he tells her he actually he really wants to take this job. He's excited about it. Good. I think he should. It's a fucking summer um, in the Caribbean on a yacht. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Fucking take it. He also wants her to be the first one to know that he is a high school graduate. And she was like, whoa, there was a chance that you weren't going to be? <laughs> I never would have had sex with you if I had known that you were an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Jesus. You seem really excited about something that everyone else seemed like pretty normal about so what's what's the and it was wasn't that hard for most like you see people here right they're idiots and yet you've met drew right but she asked why he hasn't told anyone else and he's like hey i didn't do it for them i don't need them to know i did this for myself i'm sure joey had no part in that not at all i'm sure she'd be thrilled to hear you talk about it like that yeah (laughs) say it to andy first yep yeah um and then it's later in the night and um, it's like the end of the night now. It's a very early party. It's not a rager. No, it's a very sophisticated party. There's like a yeah. lawn furniture, like nice lawn furniture, Adirondack chairs. Oh, there's Adirondacks? Yeah. Wow, that's fancy. Um, uh, so now it's the end of the night. Pacey finds Joey hanging out alone. Um, he tells her that he's been thinking about tomorrow, which earlier in the episode he said he didn't want to think about. Um, Joey asks if it looks even remotely bright and he says that it didn't when he didn't think he'd ever see her again. Joey's like, okay. <laughs> What's different now? <laughs> it's been about six hours. What's up? What's the difference now? Um, and um, Pacey says that he needs to go off and be on his own for a while. He's going to go take this job. But he doesn't want to never see her again. And he asks if, hypothetically, one day he owned a sailboat again and he asked the woman he loves to go sailing with him, would she? And Joey says that he wouldn't even need to ask. I know this is supposed to be sweet, but like, Pacey's basically saying, I don't want to never see you again. I wouldn't mind maybe bumping into you sometime in the distant future, but like, I don't want to like never see you again. Just like, I don't want to ever see you again, so... Which is such a backhanded thing to say. Joey was just kind of standing there like, okay, so you're going to do this thing on the boat. Mm Okay, good luck. I'm going to Harvard. I'm going to Worthington. Heard of it? Kind of a big deal. In fact. (laughs) At four. um, I have to yell. Oh, so at four. You're the only one hollering, Kim. At four. Just as he said he would. Um, Pacey is sitting in his graduation seats. Soaking in the sun. Yeah. It's early. No one else is there. It's literally just him. And I'll, like, take it in the moment. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. And then at the air PMP, Joey's worried about being late. <laughs> the best is like, hang on. I got to piss him. It's just lipstick on you. Aw. <laughs> yeah. oh. It was meant to be, like, a callback, right? I don't know. I think so. Because when she pulls out the lipstick, Joey's like, <laughs> remember that from season two <laughs> at least this time it's not like it made me think of you <laughs> because when this the first time this happened season two 
she puts it on. It's all like chunky. Yeah. And in this scene, she like mangles it on her lips. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Gentle. <laughs> gentle, gentle. Do you put lipstick on other people? I've never done that. No. You just seem a l- very knowledgeable about it. It's all. <laughs> I hardly ever wear lipstick for- on myself, on my person. I wore lipstick last night, in fact. Oh. Last night. Yesterday, during the day. Yeah, no. I didn't think you were like out at night. No. Never. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. And Bess also asked about the letter, and Joey says that she doesn't want to tell her about the whole letter because then they'll both start crying. But um, in the end, she says that her mom was right, and Bess did a great job of raising Joey. And she says she had two moms. It's very sweet. Uh, in the Leary house of, ooh, <laughs> Mr. Man meets in a suit. Ooh, ooh I just got the chills. <laughs> Uh, this maybe was wearing the hell out of that suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Dawson looked very handsome as well. All right, Kim. Keep it in your pants. This might think worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> as I stuff a wrist cracker <laughs> with pepperoni and borsin cheese on it. <laughs> oh. Um, they give Dawson a pocket watch as a gift, inscribed with a quote that says, if you will it, it is no dream. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Very great graduation gift. Great graduation gift. Um, and I didn't cry, if that's what you were thinking. You would never. Nah. Emotions? Gross. Uh, at House Witter, Doug is there to offer congratulations to Pacey. It's a very cute and like, brotherly scene. Um, Doug tells him that he's uh, he's going to have a great summer and he really deserves it. And Pacey says that one day he'll make a girl very happy. Not sexually, but just happy. <laughs> yeah, when he breaks up with her and walks away. <laughs> um, here is the only thing that I think this episode could have, like, what would have sent it over the top. But I don't know where it would have fit in necessarily. You'd have to really shoehorn it in. You could perhaps take out the scene where... Um, the principal wears Jen and Drew um, as skin coats. You could take that scene out, perhaps. I think what I would have really enjoyed in this scene was something between Pacey and Mitch. Because Mitch is the one to tell, to be like, to kick him out of the graduation rehearsal and that kind of stuff. So I think just a little bit of something with Mitch congratulating Pacey on what he's done. Yeah. And historically, too, Mitch has always kind of championed for Pacey more than anyone else at the school, especially as Dawson's dad. And I don't know. Yeah, Mitch kind of deserved a little bit more credit for everything he did for Pacey. Yeah. I don't need a lot. Just like a little something. Like, oh, honestly, like a little head nod from across the room or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could have written this shit. <laughs> Just kidding. He's available for hire. I am. So, like. <laughs> painfully available <laughs> but prolifically in the biz <laughs> at graduation <laughs> at graduation andy tells jack that she has deferred harvard for a year and she's gonna stay in italy yeah. grams tells jen how proud she is of her cute dawson and joey are like all cute and friendly um before he sends joey away to go sit on the stage and um and be with all the smart people. And let me just say this. <laughs> I am coming down with a little bit of a cold. Yeah. Um, Took her two episodes to admit it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I will admit, I will admit that I do have a little bit of a cold. I'm feeling it now. You're um, feeling the downhill. Also, yeah, I'm on the downhill. It's not, things are not going well for me. Uh, I'm also just kind of run down in general. I don't know if you know this, not to brag, but I think I slept about three and a half hours last night. Ooh. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't feel great. Um, but also, a TV show graduation makes me very emotional. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, and I was very emotional at the end of this. She was like giving her speech. And they've got the fucking fields of gold cover because it couldn't clear stinks. It cost too much money. Oh, I'm very proud of all of our friends. They graduated. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, Joey talks about people who aren't in her life anymore that she carries in her heart. And she says that in time, that's all most of these people are going to be to each other. Um, just a population of memories. And some are good and some aren't. But taken together, they make us who we are. It is very good. Very well written. Good job, yeah. Joey. Way to go, Joe. Um, and as she's given her speech, Pacey's headed to the airport on the way uh, to the Caribbean via Miami. It looks like he's taking a private jet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this was an extra scene from Entourage of them walking on like a tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, God. And then there's like a slow motion standing ovation. Still the cold is still playing. The water, the sprinklers go off. So now like everyone's tossing their caps and everyone's dancing their arms in their, Yeah. It's a moment. Pacey's name is cold for graduation, even though he's not there, but he still got to graduate. And the shot is of him walking to his private jet. Yeah. With it's Vinny. Pacey Witter. Witter. Witcher. No, that's a fucking guy. I would have liked if that happened, actually. Say it again, Pacey Hoiter. Well, if you're not here, you didn't graduate. <laughs> Can I keep this then? <laughs> um, and uh, that's it. I didn't cry. How very dare you even suggest it? I hey, listen. There's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with expressing your emotions. Yes, there is. <laughs> no, there isn't. Next week, season four, episode twenty-three, Coda. How many is it based on the movie Coda? Yep. Wow. That movie is really good. I haven't watched it yet. But I did just teleprompt for Marley Matlin last week. Cool. Yeah, it was kind of like not trippy, but it it was the first time I ever prompted for a deaf person. So she was signing and reading off the prompter for signing. And then they had the interpreter speaking. So I was like, do I need to go a little bit faster? Because the interpreter is a little slower. It was like kind of cool. It was this. What? I just wanted to talk to you about flavor combinations. Ooh. For snacks. Proper snacking ratio flavor combinations. Just call me Ratatouille, baby. Um, you can find me at Ashley Zaz on Instagram. Happy, and I cannot stress this enough, happy to talk about snacks with you. I freaking love snacks. Snacks. Um, hey, Kim. <laughs> you good? What's up? Yeah, no. Good. How are you? Well, um, it's occurring to me right now that this episode is going to air on November 8th. So unwell would be my thought. Unwell, unwell, unwell. I know how you feel about Tuesdays. (laughs) If anyone did want to talk to you about November 8th, just as a general day, um, where can they find you? At, on November 8th, you can find me at We're the People O-R-G, We're the People Org, on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok or at We're the People on Twitter or at We're the People dot O-R-G, where the people.org on the internet. <laughs> on, in your web browser? 
your WWWs. Um, and if it's a- if you're listening to this after the eighth, I do not get that vibe at all. Why would you not listen to this on the, the day it comes it out? Drops. Yeah, uh, the moment it drops. Um, I'm at Kim Moffat. You can listen to it in line while you're waiting to vote. Yes, and if you get in line before, like seven o'clock or eight o'clock or whatever, polls close. If they're like, but now you're in line after, polls have technically closed. Stay in line. Everyone's able to vote, and you can vote a couple times. If you're a Democrat, <laughs> that's a joke, right? It's a joke. 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 Okay. All right. It's like. That voted more than a couple of times. No, Johnny. Johnny. Uh, yeah, no, I know. That's a joke, right? Yeah, Johnny. Are you registered to vote, Johnny? Oh, you know, actually, I'm not technically allowed to vote. Why? Part of the parole. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Because you're <laughs> in what state? Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd rather not disclose my location. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Smart, Johnny. Um... I came off it on Instagram and Twitter. I came off it here on TikTok. Just check in. See how I'm doing. Probably not well. The light is hitting you so gloriously right now. You're like a, you're an angel. Thank you. What about our social meds needs? Nothing. As always, that is untrue. We are at Dawson's Darlings on Instagram. And might I say, it's fun. Anyone follow us? That's interesting. Yeah, you know, a ton of the who's who of uh, Instagram followers. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Haley Bieber. <gasps> yeah. Taylor Swift. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, oh, my all, God. All the pop stars. Yeah. So. Poster. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just tag them in all the posts and send <laughs> our posts they to them. Love it. They yeah. love it. Yeah, they can't get it. They just really want to be like, you know, the attention grabbers. They just want to be a part of it. 